Uh, good morning, UECP. Today, I'm going to speak on 1 Samuel chapter 17. I'm going to talk about David's uh, bravery. No? David's bravery, which is rooted in God. No, there was once a 14-year-old boy, no, 14-year-old boy, who spent an evening until the late night, no, until the late morning, playing cards and drinking with some friends. The next morning, pagising niya, he went to attend his confirmation class in the church. And when he returned home, he found his father waiting for him. And his father said, your mom passed away uh, last night. Your mom passed away last night. And alam mo, when uh, the 14-year-old boy heard that bad news, pang wala lang. No? He, there was no emotion, nothing changed in this young man's life. Neither yung passing away ng mom niya or attending confirmation classes in the church, nothing impressed on him. So, um, three or four days before he was uh, confirmed in the church, he was guilty of gross immorality. And the day before he was confirmed, he went to a confession. And he defrauded the clergyman by only giving him a part of the money which his father had sent for that purpose. No, binigyan siya lang pera ng papa niya para ihulog dun sa simbahan, pero konti lang binigay niya. In short, kumupit. At 16 years old, uh, this boy was thrown in jail. Bakit? Because he went to, uh, nag-overnight sa mga hotel, hindi siya nagbayad. Okay, so he was thrown in jail. His father found out about it. His father paid the bills and beat his son. But the boy continued in his ways. At age 20, the boy went with a friend to a home gathering where he saw simple Christians who had a genuine faith in the living God. He felt strangely compelled to return, and he did so. You know, he kept uh, going back to that simple gathering of Christian friends until he felt the love of Jesus, who died for all his sins on the cross. And, on that, and when he kept on returning to that simple gathering, he was converted. He began to grow in his faith, and obedience until about 10 years later, he was moved by reading a biography of another Christian to found an orphanage and to meet the needs of the many homeless children in that city. He determined that he would give away all his earthly possessions and not ask anybody for money to support his orphanage. Rather, he would live by faith in God alone, so that God would be glorified. He wanted unbelievers and believers alike to know the reality of trusting in the living God who is faithful and hears the prayers of His people. And that man was George Mueller. When you hear these kinds of stories, now you, I don't know about you, but when I hear these kinds of stories, I'm inspired. No, I go like, I want to do something great for God too. I also want to do that. I want to live by faith. Okay? His story, George Mueller's story, is such an inspiration that 
His life shows us that if we trust in God with all our being, nothing is impossible. George Mueller showed us what is the meaning of true bravery. Bravery looks a lot like trust. Diba? Bravery is actually trusting in God. And today, we're gonna look at the life of David. And 1 Samuel 17 is about David facing the giant. No? David's bravery, who did something also impossible in the eyes of man. So where did David's bravery come from? The first point is, David's bravery was rooted in his faith of a big God. No? And uh, in verse 32 to 37, uh, let's read it together. David said to Saul, Let no one lose heart on account of this Philistine. Your servant will go and fight him. Tapang ni David, no? Sabi niya kay Saul, Let no one lose heart. No? In verse 33, Saul replied, You are not able to go out against this Philistine and fight him. Bakit? You are only a young man, and he has been a warrior from his youth. Verse 34, But David said to Saul, Your servant has been keeping his father's sheep. When a lion or a bear came and carried off a sheep from the flock, I went after it, struck it, and rescued the sheep from his mouth. When it turned on me, I seized it by its hair, struck it, and killed it. Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine, no? this Philistine who is not a believer, who hates God, you know, will be like one of them because he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will also rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. David drew strength from God. No, and I call David a brave heart. No, sabihin, mo sabihin na kay Saul, yung king, let no one lose heart. Ang tapang, eh, no? And for me, when I hear this, no, let no one lose heart, it's very inspiring. Can you imagine the scene? No? Saul didn't want to face Goliath. No one was brave enough to stand up and say, I'll face him. But there is this young man, David, who said, let no one lose heart. You see, David didn't draw strength from his peers, from his friends, or from what others say. Because in verse 33, you know, it said, you know, uh, Saul told him, you are not able, you are too young. You know? And I, I, actually, I think we're all guilty of this. Sometimes when we see a young man or a young boy okay, who gives a bold statement, deep inside we go, you don't know what you're talking about. No, you're too young. Wala kang experience. You can't defeat the giant. Because totoo to, eh, no? Man looks at the outward appearance talaga. But God looks at the heart. Have you ever been told you are not good enough? Have you ever been told, no, you can't do it? You're too small. You're not smart enough. Ordinary people get discouraged and give up when people tell them you're not able and you're too young. And that's what King Saul told David. But David 
is made from different stuff because he draws strength from God and not man. So a principle we can learn here is our strength must come from our faith in God and not our faith in man. We have to learn this principle na yung strength natin must come from our faith in the living God and not our faith in men. Don't let man tell you what you, or, what you can or cannot do. And don't let others limit what you can do for God. Sometimes, no, tayo mga Christian, we are the ones limiting other Christians from doing great things. We are the ones who, you know, we, pinapatay natin yung apoy. You know, this young man is so passionate and we just kill it. And I'm guilty of that sometimes. You know, young, the young boy comes, ayan, we can do this. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hindi mo kaya yan. Ay, hindi ko ba kaya? Ay, yeah. oh, sige, wag na lang. And sometimes I'm also guilty of that. So, my friends, let's draw our strength from our faith in God and not our faith in man. So where does David's bravery come from? It does not come from himself. He draws it from God. And how did David reply from Saul's comment that you're too young, you're not able? David said, I will show you. He said, I'll show you that I can. Paano? Because I have done it in the past. David drew strength from his past experiences where God was his rescuer and God gave him the strength to defeat a lion and a bear. As, and he said, as God as, is my rescuer, this uncircumcised Philistine is no problem. Okay. So was David just all talk? Was he just being mayabang, obnoxious? Was he just having a big talk? No, no, because his past victories was actually a testament of his big God. So David actually was telling Saul, don't worry, God is with us. And since this uncircumcised Philistine is offending God and defying God, then surely this Goliath is going to go down by God's hands. He's going to go down by God's So David was so sure because he was trusting in God talaga with all his life. So David's bravery was rooted in his faith of a big God. Second is David trusted God and not his methods. No? David trusted God and not in his own methods, not in methods. You see, in verse 38 to 40, uh, this, ito yung sabi dito. Then Saul no, dressed God addressed David in his own tunic. He put a coat of armor on him and a bronze helmet on his head. David fastened on his sword over the tunic and tried walking around because he was not used to them. No, David was not used to all of these ano, mga social at mabibigat no, na gamit. And uh, then David said, I cannot go in these, he said to Saul, because I'm not used to them. So he took them off. Then he took his staff chose five smooth stones, put them in a pouch in his shepherd's bag with a slingshot and approached the Philistine. David put on the armor. It was too heavy, so he took it off. Instead, 
He took what he needed, what he was used to using as a shepherd. And it's pretty cool, right? Diba? Imagine going to war and you have a staff, five stones, and a slingshot. But people will say, no, the wise thing to do is what? Wear the armor. Wear the helmet. Common sense. Why? Because it's safer. It's going to give you a higher probability of surviving a blow from Goliath. People will pressure us. You have to bring the sword. Don't bring a slingshot. Bring the sword. Bring the sword. Why? So that you can defeat the giant. Bring the sword. And this is what's different talaga when you're a Christian and we, when you live by faith. You trust in God. And you don't trust in the methods of this world. David knew it wasn't about him. He knew it's not about how skilled he was. But it was all about God. And if you go against God, you will lose. So David trusted God and not in human methods. God used a small boy with a small stone to defeat a giant. This story uh, should energize us and inspire us to dream big things for God. When was the last time you dreamed big things for God. When was the last time? My friends, don't trust in your own methods or in the world's methods, but trust in God. Dream big for the Lord. No, dream big for the Lord. So I'd like to ask us, how do we face the giants in our life? Do we trust God in defeating these giants or do we trust in our methods? in our own methods. Think about that. How do we usually approach solving or facing the giants in our life? Do we usually use our own methods or what people say? Or do we go back to God and trust and put our faith in Him? Third, don't be a Goliath. No, don't be a Goliath, okay? In verse 41 to 44, Meanwhile, the Philistine, with his shield-bearer in front of him, kept coming closer to David. He looked David over and saw that he was a little more than a boy, glowing with health and handsome. Ah, handsome pa, no? Nilagay pa. <laughs> and he despised him. He said to David, Am I a dog that you come at me with sticks? No? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. Come here, he said, and I'll give your flesh to the birds and the wild animals. I think si Goliath, no, he had, you know, ano lang, tunnel, tunnel yung vision niya, eyesight niya. All he could see was, you know, David was a little boy. You know, um, he despised him, he ridiculed him, he threatened him. Are we like Goliath at times? Uh, do we look down on others? Do we underestimate people because of their appearances? You see, Goliath didn't respect David, nor did he fear God. And I think that was his downfall. And I think that's also our downfall at times. We look down on others. And it's wrong, you know? Goliath, he put his faith 
in his own strengths. Goliath knew he was strong, he was big, he was well-trained, and he had all the advantage. And a lot of times, tayo din, we act like a Goliath. How? By trusting in our own experiences, by our own strengths, by our own methods. Don't be a Goliath. A lot of us actually start like a David in our spiritual life. We trust God in small things, in big things. Huh? We pray, we seek God's will, we read His Word, we follow God. But something always happens in our journey with God. And I don't know what's the, I think it's that trap. Eh? May trap dyan eh, no? That trap that when you realize na, uy, I can do things with my own methods. I can do things by um, just no, creating my own mga, uh, ways of doing things. I don't have to pray pala. You know? I don't have to um, really seek God's will. Kasi malit na bagay lang to, kaya ko na to. And I think that's the trap that we fall into. And tapos, pag naging successful yung project natin in a church or in a outreach, then that's the time we become a Goliath in our own eyes. We become a giant in our own eyes where we think that we can do it by relying on our own strengths. And that is dangerous. That's dangerous. So I like to ask us, to look at your own life. Have I become a giant in my own eyes? Do I do things trusting on my own strength and my own methods? Ganun na ba ako sa life ko? Ganun na ba ako sa business ko? Ganun na ba ako sa family ko? Now, if I think I can do it, I don't uh, depend on God anymore. Next point is David's heart was in the right place. No? That's what I like about David. David said to the Philistine, You come against me with, spear, with sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hands, and I'll strike you down and cut off your head. Tapang ni David. This very day, I will give the carcasses of the Philistine army to the birds and the wild animals, and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. All those gathered here will know that it is you know, it's not by sword or spear that the Lord saves for the battle is the Lord's, and He will give all of you into our hands. Again, all those gathered here will know that it is not by sword or spear that the Lord saves, for the battle is the Lord's, and He will give all of you into our hands. David was so brave because his heart was in the right place. His heart was in God. When our faith is not in the right, when our heart 
is not in the right place. It just shows in our life. The way we talk, the way we treat others, the way we face problems. May kita yan. David said, you know, you come against me with all of your stuff, okay? Uh, but you are defying God. Okay. So we can sense David's resolve. He was not intimidated. He was not afraid because he had God by his side. David knew his God and he has experienced time and time again how God has rescued him. How about us? Have we forgotten how powerful a God that we have? Have we forgotten that our God is a living God? Have we drowned out God from our life by trusting in ourselves all the time? You see, David, you know, in, in these verses, he continues, um, David continues and he said, Today all of you, okay, are gathered here, will be witnesses. You will be my witnesses on how the Lord saves, Okay. And he's saying, remember that today is the Lord's. And he will give all of you into my hands or into our hands. And you can imagine David saying all of this when most of even his own people are thinking, patay na tayo. Walang pag-asa si David. Sure ball. But David was so confident because his confidence laid in the Lord. Now, I'd like to ask us, where is your heart today? Where's your heart today? Is it in God? Or is it in the world? Where's your heart today? And to end, as the Philistine moved closer to attack him, David, no? ran quickly toward the battle line to meet him. Reaching into his bag and taking out a stone, he slung it and struck the Philistine on the forehead. The stone sank uh, into his forehead and he fell face down on the ground. I believe David didn't slay the giant with a lucky shot because that would be an insult to God. But it was all in God's plan. Because God trained him for this day when he gave David practice time. Ano yung practice niya? To defeat a lion and a bear. Some would say that that was hard training, no? Ito yung, ito yung gusto ko sabihin. Have you ever seen a training that's easy? No, sabi na anak ko. Uh, usually, no? He likes to uh, use the word easy-peasy. Okay? Usually, if it's easy-peasy, you don't learn much. But if it's hard, if the training is hard and it pushes, you, it pushes you, it's either you give up or you push yourself to break through. Sometimes I watch, in, before COVID, I used to watch my kids do basketball training. Two hours of running, jumping, you know, scrimmage, push-up, you know, etc., and deep down, I would think, pag ako yan, patay na ako. ER na ako. Sobrang hirap ng basketball training. 
No? Sobrang hirap. But if that athlete would push through and break through, eventually, lalakas siya, masasanay siya. So, so sometimes I would ask the coach, bakit ang hirap ng training? Bakit ganyan? Pastor, para pagdating sa game, hindi na sila nag-iisip. Instinct na yan, lalabas na yan. In the same way, when God trains us, it's usually going to be hard lessons so that when the real test comes, our instinct is to trust in God. Our instinct is to trust in God. You see, David's faith in God kept on growing because he kept on pushing forward no matter what stood in his way. So today, may today's message convict us and move us to action. What actions? Um, our faith must be real. Okay, what do I mean that our faith must be real? It must be practiced and exercised. It's not just religious cliches. You know? um, not just empty words like, I will pray for you. I hope you get better. But put it into action. Words that will move you into action. No, to really pray for that person on the spot. No? Lay your hands over him and pray for him. No? If you say, I hope you get better, go visit him. I mean, COVID, okay lang. No, virtual. <laughs> but sometimes we're so used to saying religious cliches. And we feel good about it. We have to put our faith in action. Our faith must be real. Our faith must be evident in our everyday life. The message should convict us and move us to what? To be like David, who wore his faith on his sleeves. What do I mean? In times of trials, his faith shined through. In times of uncertainty, his faith did not falter, but all the more it persevered. We have to wear our faith again every day. Wherever we go, our faith must be genuine. Our faith must be real. We must be ready to challenge uh, the people around us to follow God. We cannot just stay quiet, but we have to encourage others to also follow Jesus. Because you never know. Sometimes kasi we're afraid to wear our faith on our sleeves. Eh. Bakit? Kasi baka maka-offend tayo. But you never know if you ask the person, do you want to join a small group or a life group? Do you want to go to church with me? You never know if he will say yes. But most of the time, we're thinking, ah, magnonoto, kaya hindi na ako magtatanong. My friends, let's wear our faith on our sleeves. And lastly, David was a brave heart. I hope that we can also be a brave heart. What do I mean? David, no, he saw Goliath, okay, for who he was. No, nakita niya. He's a big man who did not have God on his side. David knew that as small as he was, with God on his side, this was easy peasy. My friends, we must be brave by trusting Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And this must be seen not just in our words, 
but also in our deeds. A brave man trusts in God's plan even if others don't understand it. Again, a brave man trusts in God's plan even if others don't understand it. Shall we pray? Dear God, I pray, Lord, for all of us worshiping uh, with us via online. I pray that you would speak to us, that you would convict us to really live our faith every day, to be able to challenge others to follow Christ. I pray that in our words and our deeds, Christ will be glorified. And help us, Lord, to trust in you, whether in small things or big things. Help us to be as brave as David, as brave as George Mueller, who was willing to follow you and give up everything and to glorify you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless everyone.